let's get started here with the podcast, Tim. Let's, uh, yeah, Utah in the weeds. Utah in the weeds, episode twenty-eight. We have a very special guest, Zach King. He's a uh, Utah medical cannabis patient. You've actually been listening to the podcast for since the beginning, I think. Huh? Or, or when did I think you discover I, it? I caught up. I think after like a couple weeks, um, I saw I think your post online, Chris, and uh, it just really caught my eye and I was like, that's pretty neat. Cause I've been listening to Danny Danko online and, yeah. uh, um, who else was it? Adam Dunn show and Rasta Jeff and just a bunch of other really great podcasts as I'm working as a plumber. And I love that this was about Utah cannabis because I happen to be a cannabis user and I live in Utah and I wanted to be legit. And I just, I thought it was such a neat podcast. And, uh, I saw that you were looking to see who had experiences with the, the, the program. I, I couldn't help but say that I'd love to share my experiences. Sure. Yeah, awesome. We always love to hear from patients and especially like as we go, we will skip a, a few episodes, right? Bef- between patients and it's always good to get an update because now there are six pharmacies open. How many have you been to, Zach? I, I just have my letter and so I've only okay. gone to Wholesome. Okay, got it. But they're great. Yeah, um, I love the staff. I tried to get a job there, nice. <laughs> but um, if you're listening, they're just Richard. amazing people. Um, very friendly, very knowledgeable. Um, anytime I've asked them a question about terpenes or about uh, different minor cannabinoids, they've just piped right in and they answered about Delta Eight and about all these other different um, things that I've I've been really passionate about that have helped change my life. And it's just been a, a really neat avenue to do so legally. Right. We were talking a little bit about Delta 8 before, and we had talked to the Ung family farms yeah. about Delta 8 too. There's a bill, I think there's this discussion about adding Delta 8 to the hemp, to the CBD. Okay. The total THC. The total THC. Do you know about that? I've heard about that. Yes. Um, I think what they're trying to do is they're reacting to the DEA. Um, they came out with a ruling, I think it was a couple of months ago, they said that they wanted to include that with their total THC and to consider that not necessarily something that they are approve of or that they're, they're fond of. Um, and so I think that right now the Utah um, people are reacting to what the DEA did. And if the Moore Act were to have actually happened, then this wouldn't even be an issue. You know, right now it just seems that there's certain people that still have that anslinger mentality of, you know what, we're going to have to fight this and we, we don't want to have people being high, you know, right. and there's just so much, so much taboo. And that's the biggest reason I'm on this podcast is I want to share my experience. I want there to be people that haven't shared their, their experiences with their family or that haven't um, felt like they could be, do so safely just to know that there is love that as I've come to my, my family, at first they were apprehensive, but they opened up to it and that a lot of these uh, these stereotypes about this uh, these cannabinoids and, and these different things about hemp or THC, um, people just need to let that go, you know, and to allow people to actually have that that plant in their life. So when did you get introduced to cannabis, man? Like how long ago? Let's let's share a little bit of the story for people listening. Like, yeah, let's go back, man. That first time. So um, I don't encourage this for everybody, but. When I started, <laughs> classic story, <laughs> classic way. Yeah, we to start all we all story. have it. We, we, we all, all right, have right. that all story. All stories, all stories with cannabis yeah. seem like yeah. start start yeah. like this. We'll yeah. say it was 1997. Okay, and you I know the year. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah, I, I was 13 years old. <laughs> okay, and as I was going throughout my middle school, I I heard different things from different people about this plant, about this herb, and 
I've always been intrigued by it because I heard about it in Dare, and I, I've I've listened to a band called Three Eleven yeah. that talked about who's got the herb, and I'm like, what's the herb? Yeah, yeah. do I need the herb? And <laughs> these are great guys, you know. Um, and so I had different things happen. I had a, a paintball injury when I was 13 as well, and uh, my retina detached, my cornea got cataracts, and I lost the majority of the vision in my left eye, and had major migraines uh, due to that, and also um, just continual pain and they'd reattach my retina and there's just continual issues with that. But as, as that happened, I had different changing in my friend status. And so instead of hanging out with the just different, different crowd, I, I ended up hanging out with another group that happened to use cannabis. And the stoners. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> right, a little I mean, bit of the guys that enjoyed um, different things like that. And I decided to try it and it was not a bad experience. I enjoyed it. And I really liked it. And so I did that for a while for, uh, I think until I was about 17 and now were you time, doing it just with your buddies at school with or my buddies here and yeah, there, on, the or on the weekends? Okay. On the so weekends. yeah, yeah. We'd go still, hang out still and going say, to school. Yeah. Like, I was a doing good kid. Okay, right? I went, I went to seminary and Institute. Well, not then I was 13. Okay. But right, right, but right. But, so, but soon enough. Yeah. Soon enough, yeah. Okay. So we're getting right into the culture now, Zach. Exactly. So right. I, I, I lived, I lived my life and I kind of went through things and, you know, one time I was, I was high and I was, I was in kind of a meditative state and I was just thinking about my life and I'm like, you know, what if, do I want to go on a mission? And I'm like, yeah, I, I really think I do. And I'm like, I need to find out if the church is true. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. And I stopped smoking because I felt like that's what I needed to stop doing. That was holding you back. But I, yeah, I, in my mind at that time, I'm like, this is something that that's just not a good thing. It's smoking and it's bad for me. And I needed to do what I should. And, and I did. And I went on a mission and I did really well. And I, I looked fondly on my cannabis times, um, but I didn't feel like it, it was necessarily the right thing for me to do. And then as I lived my life, I went to college and I, I did all those different things. And I started to open my mind a little bit. And I learned about libertarianism and about freedom and about the rule of law. And I started to think, well, why don't I use cannabis? And I'm like, I, I really enjoyed it when I was younger and it helped with my pain. It helped with all these different things. And I heard of medical cannabis before, but it never really like made sense to me because I had so much against it. There was so much in my hometown. Um, I, I mean, I grew up in a little farm town of about a thousand five hundred at Lewiston, Utah. Oh yeah, and, where's um, that at? Where? Where's it's right on the Utah Idaho border. Okay, so up north <laughs> a little bit, like yeah. a mile away from Idaho. Like we touch Idaho. Um, my mom is from Preston, and so it was just a, a neat little small community, but just not a lot of experience with cannabis other than the people that were underground, and you know it was the black market, and so it was kind of dangerous and it was scary and and I enjoyed it while I smoked it but I the the negative experiences I had were when oh is that a cop or oh do I smell like weed or oh what's going on and it was always uh, stigmatized and made it seem like it was a bad thing when in reality it made me not have pain it made me not be stressed out and I just I felt like I was the real me yeah you felt like, man, this is great. You know, I'm not, I'm not stuck in this little shell that right. I'm not I allowed mean, to come out of. Yeah. Doctors have prescribed me uh, Adderall and Prozac and all these different things to, to try to help with life and different challenges that we all face. And the only thing that never had a, a really negative experience for me, uh, other than the stigma of the illegality of it was cannabis. That's awesome. Yeah. So how'd you get back into it? Right. Because it looks like, you know, from your story, you've got this break. 
Right. But then you're educating yourself and you're, you know, when, when did that kind of come back? So basically what happened with me is I lived my life and I, I felt like I was doing what I should. And I went to school to be a, a nurse. Uh, I was a CNA for five years and I worked as an aide um, with people that were quadriplegics and also hospice and just tried to do what I could to, to give back to to the world. Um, that's one thing with my eye that I learned is that as I suffered, I wanted to take away the suffering of others. Um, so as I did that, I started to learn a little bit more about cannabis and so I got into it that way. And um, I think with Colorado being coming um, a legal state, I think that's what kind of drove me. So around when I was 25, I started doing that. And I drank a little bit and I, I didn't really, I kind of lost the real Zach for a while. And actually, um, during that time, uh, I got married and, and we loved each other and she was an amazing woman. But ultimately, my wife uh, was prescribed Ambien uh, for her sleeping issues and um, it ended up changing her brain chemistry and she ended up taking her own life because of the Ambien. And so after that, I went into a spiral and just started drinking, became just this alcoholic. And um, I had an amazing opportunity. My cousin offered me a job as a plumber and I never really thought of becoming a plumber and it just made sense. And I became a plumber and I kept drinking and I kept trying to figure out my life and I was just struggling for years and years. And then um, I actually uh, had a moment. I was using cannabis again, um, but I had a moment where uh, I had an opportunity to use mushrooms. And the mushrooms helped me realize that I was not being true to the real Zach, that, that I had lost the, the man who I was on my mission and the man who, the, the light, the truth, the, the good version of who I was. And I was letting the darkness and the sadness of, the loss of my wife, um, control my life. And I just had an epiphany and just a moment where I was like, you know what, I need to completely change this and be a true version of who I am. And from that day forward, I've tried to do better. And, um, on 420 of this year, I've been three years sober from alcohol and I am now off all prescription pills. I was on six different pills to help me sleep, to help me with my PTSD from my wife passing, um, and from my eye injury and from all the different traumas that we've, we experienced throughout life, you know, and my back pains and my, <laughs> um, different nausea and just, just all the different things that, that life has. And, you know, we just, we have a tool now and I just, I want to free this weed or not this. I don't like calling yeah. it that at all. It's, it's a beautiful herb and it's changed my life. It's helped me find my savior. It's helped me find my balance um, of the darkness and the light and to be the true, true version of myself. Where do you think you would be, man? If, if you would have kept on that? Path, oh, I, man? I would be dead. I was yeah. suicidal. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to be here. And the only thing that helped was my family and my savior and this beautiful, this beautiful plant, you know, because when my migraines, my, my migraines will start pounding in my eyes. And even with like a hot compress on both sides and, pills. I hate pills. Um, it never really did it, but with certain strains of this, this cannabis, it's amazing. Um, and within the last three years, I started really utilizing the full, the full spectrum and to use hemp and CBG and CBC and CBN and Delta eight, and just to use the shotgun method. And just to say, let's take this body. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll show you, you know, and it, it really has, it's been amazing. Cause at first it was overwhelming with cannabis, 
But now my body, um, I have a high tolerance, which can be annoying to some people oh, who yeah. are recreational. <laughs> but as a medical patient, it's amazing because I can function. I can go throughout my day and I'm not high. I, I can live my life, you know, and, and it's it's just it's an amazing herb that as needed, you can dial it in and you can take a concentrate or you can take an edible or use a salve. And we need to maximize um, the, 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 the options for, for the patients and for really just the patients. Like we, we're, the, we're the ones that need the help. And I know that right. everybody else needs help too, but we're suffering. And some of us don't always want to be here on this earth. And we need to have an option to, to have peace. You know, that's you why God up, gave uh, us this. Yeah. You bring up an interesting um, point about tolerance. So a lot of people, we've been running, I've been running into this in my practice a little more. Patients who use it, like they'll use a tincture or use an oil, and then they they get a little stoned, they get a little high, they they feel uncomfortable, and then they stop for a week. (laughs) And then they decide, well, my pain's bad and I haven't been sleeping for a week again, so I'm going to try this again. Same thing happens. and. You, uh, we've been talking a lot about using it consistently, right? For those, for those times when you have pain and then over four or five days, even you, your tolerance builds a little bit and the side effects go down a little. So talk about that a little bit. Like with you, you're a consistent user. So you've built up a tolerance. Most people like Chris was saying would say, oh, that, well, that's a bad thing. You're just using more and more and more. But in your case, the point being it sounds like the tolerance has helped you use enough during the day to still get things done. Right. And for me, I've used actually a uh, 50-50 balance of CBD flour and uh, THC flour so that I have just kind of, it helps with my pain and also with my PTSD so that I'm not overwhelmed, but also that I still have my pain relief and just anxiety and like the whole spectrum. That's that. I mean, even just the, to have the, the, um, terpenes from say a hemp flower mixed with a THC flower, you get a a whole nother experience to have those two. It's like a fruit punch. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so you're making your own because we talked to this about, um, uh, Trevor last week as well. Yeah. You can't buy CBD flour that's grown here, right? No, I've actually been to farms. I've, I've done trimming. And, and Ben, uh, with, uh, it was a CBD buds hemp symposium and, um, it was a great basin hemp co-op. Um, anyway, with, with all those people, we were out there trimming their flowers and yet we couldn't buy them. We couldn't say, Hey, you know what? That's I horrible. What Even it's lower, th- lower than 0.3 THC, right? right? It's been right. tested by the department of agriculture and the it's 2018 legal. farm bill, <laughs> right? And you can't, and, and yet you can't buy that. But yep. you can, but, uh, but maybe through a, a third party, if you go to Nevada sure. and order it from there, then you can maybe pick up great Utah flour. But other than that, no, the state legislature is doing backflips to stop this this industry from booming. Whether it's the small eight, the pharmacies that are whatever grow ops right. that are able to, to grow. grow. Yep, eight like, what is that about? Like, why can't we let? Like, if I'm a medical patient, why can't I not have my own cannabis in my own home, or why can't I not have a grower that is ordained by the state, allowed to grow, you know, like it just seems so counterintuitive. And yet, when can we have a forum where all these patients can just show up in the legislature and say, I'm a patient, fix this today. 
Right. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, think it's more that they're scared than that they're trying to see it fail. Don't you think like Tim? Yeah, I mean, they want it to, I think uh, f- the people who voted for it, the yeah. legislatures who voted for it, they want it to succeed, right? The Department of right. Health wants it to succeed. But I feel like they keep putting these weird things in line that yeah, makes just, it, because I, I, I think like home growth scares them because they think, well, then we won't have any control over it. Yeah. Attractability, you know? control. It, it's a big deal. Look at the liquor. The liquor laws are, are similar. Yeah. Can people do homebrew though here? Yeah, we can make our own. Yeah, that's but, a good point. But we can't, we can't make our own liquor though. You can't legally no, make you your can't. own. I'm not right, making concentrates. Make... I just want to grow my own herb. Yeah. But <laughs> no. us three, we know right. that it's not that, you know, THC, that marijuana sure. cannabis isn't horrible. Right. But well, even hemp people is of the Capitol Hill, hemp, we, we, we I, might I, as I well mean, be we making We talked to Trevor meth, last really. week and apparently hemp is extremely difficult right. to grow because the plant does what I it wants. You know, Corey Anden, we were with her last night at a QMP training and she was talking about these, you know, the plants just do what they're going to do. And you might plant, you might plant seeds that start out low THC, but end up high, at least end up high in the, in the right, last or 30 days. Stress. So are you making like a spliff, like a, a mix? It's kind of like a, a cannabis hemp spliff, I guess you could say. I've, yeah, I, I've actually split. cut out. So that's um, a bad term because it don't, means tobacco I don't and smoke cannabis. anymore. I actually, uh, I bought a Pax 2 vaporizer five years ago and that sucker has saved my life. I, I saved my ABV and I make a tincture out of that and yeah. it's allowed me to enjoy it and yet not to combust it and to get all the terpenes and to, to understand the medical benefits of this plant. You know, it's not just, well, I feel weird. It's. You know, I can feel this kind of go like a ride. It's like a river. Like you're going with whatever the plant's trying to show you this one time, whether it's a Durban potion or or whatever, you know. There's yeah, so Durban many poison. Right. <laughs> I'm now getting my CBD strains mixed up. Yes, you are. <laughs> but you're, uh, but man, what a good strain. It's amazing. So I where, love those where are you going to educate yourself, man? Like just because you, I I mean, you sound very knowledgeable here with the terpenes you know, and, and all the different. Uh, I've gone pretty hardcore into the, the hemp and cannabis world lately. I've. I mean, being sober, I'm me again, you know, and it's, it's actually helped me be a better version of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as I've gone online, I've, I've looked up Leafly, um, Leafly has been a great resource and then weed maps has a lot of yeah. good stuff. And I'll just, anytime I'll get a new strain, I'll be like, I want to know what this is. I want to know how it works. And just as I've been um, medicating, I've noticed I feel a certain way and I'm like, why do I feel this way? Like, and I've wanted to understand it. So I've Googled it. I would have gone to Wikipedia. I'll hear about a news. I just heard about CBG about a year ago and I was really into that. And I love that one as well. It's a little harder to come by, but yeah, every single one of these little cannabinoids have just like shot off a little, little fire and every single one I've loved. Like there hasn't been a cannabinoid that I've been like, dang, I don't like that. Right. You know, like it's, (laughs) there's always something positive when you need it. And sure. Um, even the flavonoids are three times more potent than aspirin, you know, like things like that have driven me from to a healthier way because even IHC, when I was at the Bountiful Clinic, I talked to three different people and they had me in tears and I told them I have PTSD for my wife passing and you guys don't even care. Like, I want to get off these pills. Like, what is your motivation? Like, why are you not letting me do this? And they just said, we're not allowed to do that at our facility at this time. And I said, the law is passed. What more do you need? And it, it just blew my mind. And I, I hate to 
be that person to call someone out, but come on, guys. We're oh, are you you're talking about to get your uh, yeah, your to get my recommendation yeah, you, you letter? I had to, to shop regular, for a doctor. That's right. To yes. get the uh, the help, I love my doctor now. He is amazing, and it, it's it's surreal to have the honesty. Like that, that's one thing I wanted to bring out about this is just to come out and just be honest with who you are, whatever it is, whether you're this guy or that guy or whoever, like. It's 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 so liberating to be able to just be real and to just not have any any guile or anything about it. You're just doing your life. You're just trying to take your vitamins and <laughs> and live right, you know. And I'm I'm trying to eat better and take probiotics and prebiotics and multivitamins and CBD. And I think everybody should have CBD. And oh. you know, I mean, you bring up I mean all these all this sort of stuff. We talk about this all mushrooms, day. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? all that. Eat your fungus, right? Even the you know the relshi or whatever it is in the lion's mane and. Um, there's so many different kinds of, of healthy microbes and um, just things that our, our ancestors ate and used. And yet we go to Walmart and say, why do I feel so, so crummy? You know, it's because we're not eating real things. I grew up on a dairy farm and um, to be able to go out to the farm and just scoop up your milk that you helped oh, milk that that's day. That's the best milk ever, man. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> or to have your own garden, you know, to right. be able to grow your own uh, vegetables, your own uh, zucchini and say, here you go, neighbor. Or to go to the farmer's market and say, here you go, guys, we had a little extra. Or right. to do that with cannabis or to hemp, um, to just go to your neighbor and say, I know that you've been struggling. I made this tincture. Um, I hope that this can help you so you don't have to hobble so you, so you can live your life, you know, and that's, that's what we need to get these people to realize. It's not a bunch of hippies out there rolling jays and and singing songs about freedom and hippiness and. Well, sometimes <laughs> I'll tell you, hot dog, dang on the hippies. <laughs> hey Hank, you creepy bastard girl, you you done smoke a, a dang on jay, dang a dale. <laughs> yeah, I, I better not do my voices. I know, I love it, man. No, it's it's no, it's it's, it's uh, man, one day it's one... refreshing, though, yeah. right? Like it's refreshing to be around somebody who is true to themselves. That's you, all you can be. You, you mentioned know, you just live your life. And if you're not doing it to, for your own benefit and for the benefit of your better man, um, why do you live? Like, why are we, why are we focused on the negativity? Why Absolutely. not focus on how each other are doing? You know, yeah. How are you guys right. doing? I'm, here I am talking about me. Yeah, I'm, I'm great, <laughs> man. No, I, it's, it's great. Well, I was curious. You were saying it took a while for your family and friends to come around, but right, you still right. went. I mean, did they did they disown you? Did no, they, no, no, did no. They, did they were they like thinking you were a drug addict? I think were it's they... just education, like for myself and for others. Um, at first, it was recreational, sure. but in reality, there is no such thing as recreational marijuana. It is doing its magic. It's, it's it is doing, doing its doing medicine yeah. it's always, at it's all times. Yeah. Acting like right. medicine, yeah. Whether um, you're taking it for whether you think you're taking it for some for some reason, right. Right. It's always acting. Exactly. And so nobody really felt like it's hard in this society at times to feel like you're acceptable um, because there is a certain idea in, in everybody's head, whether it's imaginary or not. It seems like in certain groups, if you don't live a certain way, if you're breaking, like, say, the word of wisdom, you're not quite up to that standard. And I didn't quite feel like up, up to that standard for a certain time. But I came to the point to where I was okay with myself. And now the church has actually come out with a stance um, in saying that they support medical cannabis. Um, they don't quite support the vaporizing, I don't believe. Um, right. Yeah. They've, they've come out a, a kind of 
against the inhalation. Right. They want the other methods to be tried first for sure. And I, I think that's about education. So what actually on that on that note though, they wrote a letter I know to discourage people in Arizona though well, to that, vote recreational. Right. Right. Which they is don't like the adult that. use. But that's if it's state law. If it's medical, they seem to be okay. Um, but they said for recreational, I think it's to seek to have a good time or like oh. it's like doing whippets. They don't oh. want to see the elders quorum president up there doing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I get that point, but it's still kind of like, come on. No, and I, I, I think the biggest issue right now is that so many people are hurting, and the availability is an issue, and also um, being stigmatized from from different people. You yeah. know, whether even if it is legal, you've heard about the UHP giving people problems in Wendover or in different right. places, um, even with the medical letter or the card, and I think that has to stop. And I think also um, we just have to share the, the the knowledge and the science, you know, and that's that's on us. If we know, like for myself, like I'm just a plumber. I'm just a guy that's that's been working out, trying to make money and, you know, and live my life. But here and there, I've gone to the hemp fields and I've gone to try to help people. And I think as we have our opportunities, whether it's on Facebook or um, even just little opportunities with coworkers or with our friends and family, like it's, it's just, it's so important to just take that opportunity and to take that chance to, to be legal and to be legit and to, to maybe not be in pain. There's so many people that are on pills unnecessarily or that just suffer with why, you know, when there's already a medical program. Okay. So right. the, the cost of the product is a, could be a, one of the barriers, right? Because you were talking about, Hey, you know, just feel better, right? We, there's a program to give it a shot. Right. Go, go talk to somebody who knows about it. Go give it a shot. But then we, we come back to this cost issue. So do you feel like you, like as a plumber, right? Can you afford your medicine in Utah's pharmacies? Do I somehow survive? Yes, I somehow survive. Um, but no, it's, it is extremely unaffordable right now, especially when you know the black market is out there and I'm not not saying anything about anything, but it's just, it's okay. To, it's I mean, unfair. It, it, you know what it is. It is, it is right. what it is. We I know mean, that there's, we know that there's not enough flour at a cheap enough price for the people to buy it. And you besides, can only get eighths at a time. If there was, if there was $200 ounces, right. the, then there well, certainly wouldn't be enough flour. I'm going to also Utah. be honest here. The last couple of times I've been buying stuff, the quality here in Utah is not very good. They, like it's gone downhill. There's been yeah, moments. Uh, there's I've seen some moments. Bovita bags in some of them, actually, um, yeah. which really impressed me. I think it was trike. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Those little humidifier right. things. Yeah, those are great. Um, and those have been really frosty. It's just my issue is the quantities. Yeah. Um, and, and to have something like, say, I have X amount of dollars for the month and I have whatever flour is sometimes there, isn't always there. I hope the minis are there so I can afford my flour. And if not, right. I guess I'll try the gummies, even though they don't really work for me. But uh, Yeah, here, we talked we about go. this last night. The bioavailability of, <laughs> right. of edibles is like 30 to 50% compared to inhalation. Well, it's a completely different cannabinoid too. That's the 11-hydroxycannabinoid right, right. or whatever. Yeah, so what do so, we do about this, Tim? Well, I'll tell you, I've got some pictures on my phone and we got to go down to Payson to look at the grow operation of Zion. Oh, I've been watching it on Instagram. He's oh, been posting them on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the guy, it's coming. Well, you probably have That's more That's what though. I'm saying. You probably have more. But we got, we got to, we got to go around Chris and we've got to get these guys on record saying that they're going to produce more flour and when. Right. That who's going to produce more flour? Trike, 
wholesome. We'll volunteer. I know a ton right? of trimmers. Trike, wholesome, pays, uh, Zion. We've just got to get their farms. I don't think wholesome is actually growing yet. So wait, wait, wait. These farms don't want to grow? No, they want to grow. They're just not, they're not up and running. Why? A trike is, I think, the only place. I think Dragonfly sold their license. That's That's the kind of... Rumor that's been the sun is around free. twice. I don't know why it's such a big yeah, deal. The sun I mean, is just free. do a greenhouse and do some uh, de- sunlight depth, depth perception okay. or whatever. But, 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 but see, yeah. That's yeah. logical. I could fit that's it. logic. Yeah. We're, we're in Utah. We're in the gonna, you know, we soil and dirt and water. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it, a bit it, of it is kind of scary though, man, because we even even down in Provo at Desert Wellness, yeah. they're not growing. They're just selling. So no, who's, they're just who's selling. growing. Then oh, we got all these places yeah. selling, but nobody's growing. It's true. And then in what three months, we're not allowed to go out of state. They got rid of Red Beard Farmer. Yeah, what's he yeah. doing? They need to get him. I going know we somewhere. need to get him down. If anybody knows Red Beard Farmer, we need to cut. Bring I'm him friends on. on Facebook, but that's about yeah, all. Yeah, bring I know. him on the podcast. We need to yeah. hear the real story. That would be yeah, awesome. Right? He's a great, great grower. Yeah, Beautiful yeah he buds. is. A, he is. What, what What about you, Zach? I mean, do you see yourself? Would you like to get in? Like, would you like to go big with this and like make it a, a job? Or do you just That's like my retirement? Do you just dream. like uh, consuming? I I would love the chance to to let this herb uh, teach the world and to teach me hmm. uh, different different phenotypes and hidden things that no one's seen. Like uh, not purples, but say hot hot lavender. I don't know. Just just to find what this herb can offer. Um, and so if, if the law abides and if I had an opportunity, I would, I would take it up in a heartbeat, but you know, it's just understanding and and building your knowledge is the biggest key. And I just, I love hearing different growers like Ed Rosenthal, um, Jorge Cervantes, um, Danny Danko and, um, you know, Adam Dunn and just all these different people, big Buddha, just all, all their ideas of how to grow this plant and yet they're not, not wrong, but they're not right. They're all, they all have their different points of view sure. and it's just like the world. And it, it's, it's, it's a microchasm of, of our world and how we take care of this cannabis plant shows how we're taking care of the world. And, um, I love organics. I love veganics. Um, just the fact that as you nurture this plant, just like as you nurture a, her- a human soul, it blossoms and we, we see the light and PTSD turns into post-traumatic growth. And, um, with my wife passing, it's, it's been something that I, I think of daily and I love her and it's been hard, but, um, with the cannabis and with also my faith and with my family and my current wife, um, we've been able to work past, um, just the struggles of life, you know, cause it's going to happen. Life will happen, you know, just like they say on Jurassic Park, life will find a way. And <laughs> there's always going to be something that's going to happen that's going to be hard. And, um, you know, we just try to work through it and we try to keep our eye on on the goal, you know, whether it's the good eye or the bad eye, you never know. You just you keep moving forward until your vision's right. <laughs> Do you have a favorite strain or, or, or uh, what, what are you what are you enjoying these days? I like here a the lamb's breath. Okay. Lamb's breath is amazing. Um, Durban poison is amazing. Um, the Cushes, got to go with the Chem Dog. You know, I'd, I'd love to try some of the uh, older ones, like say the, oh, what was it? The Red, uh, the, the, just, I'd love to try just some of the older uh, the land races. Sure. Um, let me think of another good one. Oh, Tie I mean, Stick. Tie Stick would be amazing. 
Um, so I, I know that's an actual strain. It's not just the actual tie stick. There's a tie strain. Yeah, just just all of those amazing sativas that were the uh, early land races are amazing. Are you uh, you're a sativa guy? I love those, I mean, and also the, the cushions, indicas are good yeah. too. They're yeah. all good. It depends. All good. They really are. They really are all good. But look, when people are listening to this, they're going to be. I, I think you're going to have people that are really mixed, right? They're right. like, wow, here's a guy who's really true to himself, uh, has faith, and ha- has really just just come around, and they're really going to enjoy listening to the openness about it. Right. And you're also somebody who knows a shit ton <laughs> about weed. I've right? had a like, long time. It's you've had a long years, <laughs> and you're and you're somebody who's serious about it. You right. right, you know some strains. You know how you like to use it. You've got migraines, so you use it a certain way. Even right? the CBD, you're has using been it as a tool. Oh yeah, right. But because you know, okay, it's like my plumber's toolbox, right? Yeah. I got my cannabis toolbox over here. I got some indica, some sativa. I, you know, it's daytime. I got a migraine. I need to go to the, you know, the five sixteenths exactly. socket with the <laughs> two inch extension. Yep, that's what I need. need a little dope, dope of dab. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's the thing, though, is as you go to your dealer on the street, they'll say, here's this weed number five. I'm not sure what it is, and I hope you like it. And it's if you don't, you can't treat it like a medical device. And it's it's hard to to truly understand what you're doing because you may be hitting yourself on the head with a pair of crimpers when you should be closing the water off on a pipe metaphorically. You know, your right. body has um, there's a system to our bodies, our endocannabinoid system teaches us about ourselves and when we have deficiencies when when our body doesn't have enough of say um you know whether it's cbd or cbg we may feel extra pain or not feel right and so it really can help us find that balance you know as you get that tuned in for your own self to say you know what i feel like today i need to have a little bit more cbd or a little bit less and you'll get to the point to where it's almost like a second nature type thing how long did it take you Three years. <laughs> How long did it take you to get off your meds? Oh, to get off my meds. I started. Well, there's two, I mean, that's two questions, right? It took no, you three years to figure out the, the cannabis is For medicine, the alcohol, right? um, I, it took me, that took a while. Um, but when 420 came around, I just was like, you know what? That's a special day. Cannabis has helped me. I know that. And I know I can stop. And so anytime I wanted to have a beer, I would just smoke a bowl. And so I would just go into my room and I, I had that. And, and I also actually got some plain Jane. Um, they look like cigarettes and they're actually full flavored hemp. And I would smoke those on job sites and I would just do, do what I would try to be discreet, you know, but it was hemp and it was legal within all 50 states. But I don't know. I, I stopped using those because I stopped smoking cigarettes and I quit cigarettes with hemp. Um, and also with vaping and I was vaping nicotine and I stopped vaping nicotine with vaping cartridges. <laughs> and so it was an easy switch, but, uh, it still was hard at times and cannabis just kind of gave me that extra boost. And even the hemp, it, it really made that extra balance. I can't even explain it. People say it's diet weed and it's not that powerful, but I found some that have like 10 different minor cannabinoids and 2% terpenes and, you right. know, it's, it's and a, a little Delta oh, eight. Apparently right? there can, there's, there's some out there. Yeah. It's what, out there. What would you tell somebody who's listening that might be a little like nervous and skeptical they, they've never tried cannabis. Maybe they, maybe, you know, they have something similar like you do and, but they're, they're afraid to try it. What would you tell them? Go to Google. Um, I'm actually, I, I started finding out about legal hemp, um, through this guy. Oh, what was his name? Taz. 
he did these reviews on uh, black tie CBD and, and all these other different CBD brands. And he was really animated. Um, but he was saying, yeah, this is all legal. I'm, I'm smoking legal. And I'm like, what? Like you can buy hemp. Mm. And, and that's when I started to kind of be like, yeah, CBD is real. And I, I was using the oils, but I found him to be hit or miss because the potency wasn't always there. And I didn't always trust their COAs, but with a lot of these hemp flowers that you buy online, um, you can just go to these lists like CBD buddy. And there's like the, there's like a hemp list and all these different things of just these farms where they've made quality hemp from Oregon, from, uh, New York and just all over. And it's just, it's, it's amazing. And they can ship those to Utah, but you oh, can't, yeah. you can't yeah. buy, you yeah. can yeah. ship them to Utah. I've been buying them for years. Totally fine. <laughs> but you can't buy it from here. Yeah. You can't buy it wow. from here. And you, I mean, thank you for including CBD flower in your discussion about medical cannabis. It's all connected. Right. It's all connected. Right. It's not just going to the pharmacy and buying 22%, you know, sometimes Sunday drivers. (laughs) And the terpenes. There is. Yes. There is times for the the 22%. Certainly. Right. We've got to find the guy behind the waterfall. 22% CBD and CBG as well, though. And CBN and CBL. I say, let's open the floodgates. Let's let, let's make Utah the new Mecca per se for cannabis, like, and hemp. Right. All of it. Because there's so many farms. I know there was a farm up in Cache Valley that had to destroy their crop because it was hot and yet it couldn't be used in the medical industry when we're having a shortage. And when a cartridge for half a gram is $55, give me a break. I'm not (laughs) trying to be rude to these guys. They do great work. It's it's amazing flower and amazing products. But we're we're hurting, guys. Yeah. Uh, we'll do part time. We'll do free volunteer work to get these prices lower. And I know that there are thousands of us out there. When these letters are converted into cards by January, and there's going to be a lot, and it's going to double or triple or quadruple. You're going to be shocked at how many people's grandmas and cousins and people are going to come out of the woodwork because they're going to say, "Hey." This guy used to be a drunk and now he is living a good life and he's, he's not a jerk and he's nice and he works hard and he's happy. Like, how can I get that? That's, that's like, that's how like can the I feel better? proverbial goal of life. <laughs> right. Everybody who leaves this place too is just happier. Yeah. Right. Right. You, you can't leave the dispensary. That's why it's called sad. being high. You can't. <laughs> You're uplifted. Right. Uplifted. Anything virtuous, lovely, or a good report, we seek after these things. Why is that not something that registers in people? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Dude, I am so glad that I got you on here. I am I so, I, 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 we should have got you on. I mean, I guess it's, you know, we got you on now. But, I mean, uh, you're under 30. Yeah. Under, under episode, episode 30. Well, technically I'm 36, but no. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy. We'll have to bring him back through. I think that's a pretty good place to end the show. Was there any more questions you wanted to talk to him about, no. Tim? Or, or was there anything that you were hoping we'd get a chance to talk about? I mean, we got a good a good synopsis of your story. And I mean, even, even the way you ended it there, like, Hey, you know what? This is a, you, you are a perfect example on how cannabis can change your life. It's not going to, you know, you're not going to end up in a gutter without a job and on heavy drugs, you know, it's going to, it's an exit drug. It's uplifting. It can be used for good. Yes, I like that exit drug. Is that is that used a lot in the medical field? Exit drug? Or is that uh, something I mean, you just coined use, right I, now? There's, I, I'm definitely not my. Yeah. I'm definitely not coining that. I'd love to have you know came up with that, but it is. We consider it an exit. We drug. Get the rid of the gateway believe, drug crap. Right, you know? it's not a gateway drug. Yeah, get rid of it. But uh, hey, so Tim, 
got to tell the listeners how they can get a hold of you, buddy. Oh, yeah. and, and, for, and if they need to get us, uh, cards or anything like that, yes, man. Yes, cards, card. letters. If you need help converting your letter to a card, we've been reaching out to your QMP and helping them learn how to register you in the system. UtahMarijuana.org is really how to get a hold of us. You can chat with us there online. Call us anytime. We have people essentially standing by all the time to help every patient in Utah, whatever you need. Anytime, even three in the morning? You know, we do have, we have a little schedule of somebody who's answering the phone and I cannot guarantee they will get back to you at three in the morning, but. Oh man. Can I say one thing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know that it's easy to get frustrated and, and I, I even saw myself in that podcast get frustrated and I know a lot of these people are working hard. It's their blood, sweat and tears. Um, thank you, you guys for all that you've done. Um, we've come so far, we have so much further to go. Um, but let's be positive. Let's love each other and not let the negativity divide us. Um, I think that as we move forward and as we talk to and educate those around us, we're going to have a great program that's going to make other states jealous. Do you have an email address? Or how can listeners, if a listener wanted to reach out to you, man, like um, if they wanted to connect, is that yeah. possible yeah, at yeah. all? Uh, or, I'm on Facebook. Uh, or can they connect King, with you on Zach Facebook? Zach King. Okay. Um, and then also... Um, Zach and King at gmail.com. And yeah, I'm on Instagram. I, I do that for fun. I've okay. posted some of my things that I've done as I've gone to the hemp farms and nice. I, I'm hoping things. a listener, you know, might have a similar story. Maybe they're struggling. Yeah, they can and reach I'm happy out and to can, share and help, and, you know, and I don't have like hours upon hours to, to, to devote. Cause I do have a wife oh, and yeah, sure, two sure. cute little pups. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm happy to help those that, that don't, don't quite feel comfortable or they understand and, you know, I lost my wife and it, it's, it haunts me and it's still hard, but you know, we all, that's what I've learned is how precious each moment and each person is and that anybody that's struggling cannabis can help ease that. Um, but it's not the answer. It's just part of the solution. Um, so yeah, thanks for your time guys. Oh, Appreciate you bet. Thanks you. for coming yeah. and doing the podcast. Make sure to check out my other podcast. I am Salt Lake podcast. I didn't talk about this yet. Tim. I gotta, no, go. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's. It's a podcast. Uh, it's a great yeah, podcast. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're, we're chatting with anybody and everybody in, in Salt Lake City. Um, you got to be up to episode 460. Yeah, about that. We've been talking to a lot of restaurant owners, so go find that at IamSaltLake.com. We're here every week. Make sure to subscribe in whatever podcast player you're listening to this in. That way it goes right to your smartphone. That way you don't miss it. It helps uh, our ratings out with you, you downloading it. Leave a review in iTunes if you can. That helps us out too. It also lets us know what you think of the podcast. So uh, anything else you want to say, Tim or Zach? I actually have a YouTube video. Oh, you have a YouTube video? I do voices for fun. Oh, Um, yeah, you do. I heard. There's an old woman named Marjorie. I I forget what she says, but, you know, dear. And uh, I'll tell you what, my old Hank Hill, and I'll sell propane and propane accessories. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, yes, um, you can just like Google it. Zach he and really King. Just just I'm like, on YouTube. It's we, just fun. We need to get you to make an intro for <laughs> right. this show, man. Intro? Like a king uh, of the Utah hill. Utah in the weeds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. In thanks for listening. Stay right. safe out there.